yeah, like yeah. these events happen. Like it's real. These real. These events, real life, happened. Uh, let me look up who these people are. Who's Dina Jones? Like, <laughs> is Dina Jones. A, when when did Dina Jones have her last album? But um, from the song here in my heart. I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> Beyonce. Um. So you want Welcome back to another episode of What We Watch and episode number 10. Yep. Wow. Yes. 10 episodes, double digits. That's tough. Congratulations. Nice. <laughs> Today we'll we... Put um, some applause and post. Some applause and post, like, yeah. Ah, shit. Today's topics were specifically picked, or topics in the movie was picked to um, honor Juneteenth. Hell yeah. So we're going to, I guess we get right into the first topic. Why, why would you do this? Be, I mean, because. I feel like these topics <laughs> are like, they're. Well, you want they're you want created, the, you want to take the easy route? They're created to intentionally be difficult for me. Just, it's starting to become it's, personal. It's going to be it's hard. Starting, <laughs> it's starting to become personal. I'm starting to feel like this is a right, personal you know attack you know, on my character. It was going to be the toughest for Gabe, is, is what I go into <laughs> thinking. But no, no, I just think, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be tough. Like, I do that, or if I'm if I'm thinking that way, I'm shooting myself in the foot, too. Because <laughs> no, <laughs> like, for real, though, Go ahead, like... Gabe, say something, because I don't know where I'm at either. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. I like like the tough questions. I feel like we it brings the best out of us. Yeah, so. no, for sure. But yeah, so today, um, the reason why Gabe is distraught is that he has to Perturbed. pick. Today's topic is what is Spike Lee's best film? His favorite director. Um. I, could, I, I don't even know where else to go. What else to say? Like yeah. favorite director, like Spike. so on. So I mean, Last I feel like a lot. Of, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could if I've picked my favorite director, but Spike Lee's definitely up there. Yeah, so we're gonna right. start off by giving Spike his flowers. Yeah. Um, first, Spike has a bunch of quotables. But one of my favorite quotes, uh, piggybacking off of our last episode, is. It's actually on a sit down with him and Pharrell. Um, Pharrell mm-hmm. used to have this uh, artist to artist thing on YouTube that he did where he we would sit down and have you. yep, conversation with another artist. And Spike Lee in that interview says that uh, parents kill more dreams than anybody else. Mm. So um, he has a bunch of quotables like that where he's talking about pursuing the arts. A bunch of things about like just going out there and getting it on your own, but Which he definitely did. Yeah, yeah, big time. But what I like the most about Spike Lee is that he, when you watch a Spike Lee film, you know it's, it's a, Spike a Spike Lee film. Like yeah. a lot of directors, like of course these films are personal to them, but they try to make it where when you watch it, like you aren't. You're just watching a film mm-hmm. with him. It's like, nah, you're going into his world. He's okay with being super opinionated in his films. He's okay with telling you exactly how he feels. Hence, like, what he thinks. Th- yeah, hence the New York Knicks being successful in all his films for some reason. <laughs> like, he's okay with all of that. And he's I 100% like that. Like, he's a super, like, proud yeah. filmmaker. Um, now, trying to decide. No, my favorite one of my favorite Spike Lee signatures is the um, 
the dolly shot where yeah. oh, the person's just standing yeah. there and then it's it always Classic. at the most one of the most intense moments or pivotal moments yeah 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 and uh i mean he's he's worked with um one of my other favorite uh cinematographers of all time uh gordon willis but you know he's a director now he doesn't do but he shot some you know beautiful films uh my favorite color film of all time which is mo better blues uh do the right thing like a lot of those he he's worked with some i would spike if you happen to come across this if you and and bradford young would decide to work together i guarantee you be a banger it'd be, it'd be amazing smash <laughs> um uh so yeah uh i how how in the hell you expect me what do you think is the best one <sighs> like i mean it's not gonna it's not like we don't understand that you like all of his films. <laughs> like he has a ton of good ones. We all know that, but what's his best one? I'm gonna take the safe route. Yeah. And uh reason why I say this is a safe route because this film is like taught in film school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People analyze it in film school. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with do the right thing yeah. because of that. Yeah. But uh That's the right thing to do. It yeah. is the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's <laughs> It's it's crazy how many. Do the right thing is I think is his best one also. Yeah. It's crazy how many how many good films that he has. It's some that I've seen that are underrated. Like I feel like Red Hook Summer mm. is underrated. Yeah. I feel like Get on the Bus. Yeah, it's underrated. Uh, Crooklyn is more of a well known one, but I still yeah. feel like it's um underrated. Underrated. Uh, you know, of course we know the 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 more popular ones like Do the Right Thing yeah. and He's Got Game and. Um, obviously you know how I feel about Mo Better Blues. Right. Uh the list goes on and on and on. Um, yeah. But I mean, talk about someone who understands the assignment. I think there's only one film he that he's the assignment. done. Yeah, like, I think there's only one yeah. film that he's done that's ever gotten like negative feedback with the Chirac. Chirac, I was yeah. just about to yeah, say. There's only Chirac. one film that he's he's ever done that's gotten like negative feedback, but outside of that, like He's pretty much like doesn't miss. Yeah, yeah, we can blame Nick Cannon for that one, but um, <laughs> I think <laughs> now you want to talk about campy. I'm not. Let's not go in on Nick Cannon, but I'll take Bow Wow over Nick Cannon. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> depends on the film. Depends on the film. I'm just saying, man. Love don't cost a thing. Okay, drum, drum line. line. Okay, drum okay, line. okay, okay, okay. I think I I think we when we had this discussion, here's what I said. I said. I don't necessarily think Bow Wow is a bad actor. Mm-hmm. I think that he doesn't get the roles, the roles. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, highlights that. his abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I right. think Nick Nate Cannon has had roles that highlight his abilities. For sure, for sure. That's fair. That is totally fair. How about you, AJ? What do you think? What's your? Yeah, do the right thing. Do the right thing's mine. Yeah. I figured it was gonna be Gabe's, but I didn't want to take his shine and go first. Well, but... I mean, I don't. I don't... It is, I mean, it's in my top five favorite movies yeah. of all time. Um, but my favorite Spike Lee film changes daily. Yeah. That's why I said I go, like, whichever one I watch last is probably it's my probably favorite. It's probably favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll watch a film Inside like, Man Jesus is up there for me, too. Christ. Yeah. We talked, about, we talked about Denzel. Um, a more recent one, and Denzel's son, Black Klansman, I thought was, oh, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Like, Fantastic. Super well done. Adam Driver did a good job in it, too. Um but yeah, 
I'm going to stop calling him John David Washington. I'm going to stop calling him Denzel, Denzel Son. Son. Yeah, yeah because Son. he's done enough. Oh, yeah. He, he's done enough now. He's done enough He's got his now. own body of work he, amazingly. Yeah, he has done enough now for him. for him to have his yeah. own. I occasionally do it, John but David Washington. But most of the time, and I'm I terrible with John. names. Yeah. Yeah. I am horrific when it comes to people's names, but he's definitely done enough to earn his... his uh, his own Just call him to, John Davis. Yeah, yeah. From being from being up underneath the shadow. Yeah. Real yeah. quick, what do you I mean, he's obviously not Denzel, but what is your assessment of John David Washington? I think he's a top. I think, I think he's, a really a, he's a he's a he's top tier actor. actor. And I've seen him he, in super, super like diverse yes. roles from Tenet to mm-hmm. his role on Ballers where he's like the mm-hmm. hood athletes mm-hmm. who, who That's what he was really cutting control. his teeth too on Ballers yeah, which was shout out really to the Rock for Ballers cuz that was a yeah, fun like, uh, series. I'm I'm being dead serious like if if we, we talk about too, I don't right? know if we could call him up and coming yeah, but yeah, I definitely yeah. think like he's underrated and I know on a previous episode yeah, we talked about like yeah, yeah previous episode we talked about like uh on an underrated section we talked about like up and coming mm-hmm. but I think, and you're gonna, th- people are gonna think this is crazy, but this is still early on in his earlier stages of his career. Yeah, I think the earlier stages of his right now, early stages of his career, he has a better catalog than Denzel yeah. did mm-hmm. at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. now I think that I think that's kind of fair. To say. Yeah, that is fair. So later on down the line, like I'm excited to I see. Think, I think which is Denzel, what I think want, Denzel started you know? younger too, though. Yeah, he started younger, and it's just like the industry was just different. different. Right? Yeah, it's more and opportunity it's not that now just for black. giving him roles because he's Denzel's son. It's like he's getting into some projects where it's like you almost have to put more work in as the performer yeah, to get something out the, of the, the characters. You know what I'm too. saying? Like even with Tenet, it's like which a lot of people criticize that film but like to even be to play a role in a film as complex and as you know varied not varied but it's so layered and just like like you really have it's, to bring it's it abstract to even like yeah it's in abstract way. It's, and it's not, very out there like it's not no grounded one, in anything that we, exactly you, you could know exactly to stand out as a singular performer in a film like that like leo did like nolan did i mean like yeah uh not nolan um who's another person who's Tomorrow from inception from inception um well leo mainly mm-hmm. yeah um, you know who's who's done um stuff uh <laughs> i can't even think no wait tenet tenet is a nolan film i'm i'm losing it guys uh yeah uh christian bale um you know to stand out in those types of films you really have to have some gravitas you really have to have some you know so yeah shout yeah out like to matthew that. mcconaughey and interstellar Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and I think I, I, I would be very. I mean, we know, as this is the topic of Spike. Spike definitely like if he if he likes you, you're gonna be in his films. Yeah, yeah for sure. And he definitely reuses you know actors over and over and over again in different ways. So I'd be very excited to see John David Washington in another. Spike Lee film, and mm-hmm. if it happened to be shot by Bradford Young, you know, <laughs> just like putting that, that just well. putting that into putting the that universe. universe yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I am. Um, your... Yeah, Chirac, Chirac was definitely a little too on the nose, um, and it was a little too timely, I guess. You know, so that kind of be like you said. That's kind of like maybe like the one like eh from Spike, which is like okay, whatever. Everything else is a banger, including the Five Bloods. Yeah, which has really just grabbed me and just shaken me. Like, come here, motherfucker! Like, <laughs> I love that movie so much. Yeah, um, 
Spike does a great job, like you said, you know, on top of reusing, you know, phenomenal actors, he does a great job with ensembles, kind of like how Quentin does. I love this cast. Delroy Lindo is the one that got away with the Oscars. He should have taken home everything for his for his role in this film. He is spellbinding. Um, you know, mixed with the great Chadwick Boseman, the late great Chadwick Boseman now, which is so weird to say. Jonathan Majors, another you know, young Spike brother. Spike was almost like hinting at it too in the way like they they yeah. portrayed him in it's wild how he's that like was, the angel in yeah, this film. A, like yeah. it's so just, you know, life is crazy. But um everyone in this film is just so awesome. The the actual the five bloods in the film, it's a great group of guys. Um it's an incredible story. It it hints on, as Spike always does, on events and, and topical situations that have heavily affected and still do affect the black community and our culture. Um, this one, namely the Vietnam War mm-hmm. and the veterans, uh, the fallout um, with with many of the brothers that that uh, experienced some of those horrors and some of the things that they had to do. Um, it's just awesome. This is I love seeing Spike move abroad and kind of like he's in you know usually he's in the city or you know he's in yeah. the, he's at the crib. You know what I mean? Like Spike's stuff's very you know street close to home. you know close Ladies to home yeah. exactly. I love seeing him kind of spread his wings in a sense and and take things um, overseas, if you will. And, um, yeah, explore some other themes that and even still connecting to centering it with black culture. He still found a way to reach out to another kind of, you know, layer. Um, And so I just love that. And then you have those spike isms with. You know, him bringing, you know, photos in the frame, still shots in the frame and, you know, the musical choices. It's just all there every time. And, uh, yeah, I just love I love that film so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something notorious that, you know, he always has films where someone has a immaculate performance and you feel like they got robbed for an award. Uh, But, yeah. So. I don't know, man. I, I, Spike. I, yeah, I. Don't, I mean, he's one of those people. Like, if you say this is directed by Spike Lee, you're guaranteeing that I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just he is a part. Hmm. I mean, he's definitely top ten right now. I mean, I go as far to say he might be a top five director, just in terms of like when you say his name and he's got a project in development or being getting ready to be released, like. People are on. You're running to that shit. Yeah, you're sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for it to come out. Absolutely. Especially at the Black Klansman. I mean, you know, the mainstream ate that shit up. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Uh, He's the best. Absolute best. Shout out to Spike. What do you think Spike's going to do next? Or what do you want to see him do next? What kind of. Um, Him and Bradford Young. I think he said a few times. No. (laughs) Yeah, no. I I would like him to shoot something with Bradford Young. But, uh, I don't know, cause I a few years ago, people were like, oh, what do you think he's gonna do next? So I like, I I like to see him do like more a documentary, and then he did one on um, mm. can't remember the school, but there was a school where a kid, it was around like the Black Lives Matter time, and a kid was uh, going on a like like a food strike, not eating, and then he ended up convincing the football team to not play, mm-hmm. right? And they got some changes made at the school. And then, uh, but Spike shot like the documentary about about him. About him, I want to believe. 
I can't remember what school it was, but I I, I don't know. Whatever it is, I know it's going to be super outside the box. It's not going to be something that you're going to see. You not know, something you're expecting. A, yeah, not something you're, story expecting. you're expecting. That's why it's like you, it's kind of difficult for you to guess what it is uh, Spike Lee is going to do. Oh, yeah. Um, I like to see him tackle like you know so another one of his passions. I like to see him do like a film, like a New York Nick based film. Word, yeah. that'll be yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I that that would be like his like the ultimate. That like, that'd be like, like his the, final film, like yeah. <laughs> like his final film. <laughs> and Especially if, he, if they win a championship, whoa, like please. while he's alive, still the movie oh, that's gonna please. come out after that. Yeah, right. it, that that I feel like that's one of the only reasons why I would want to see as a Heat fan. Yeah. That'd be one of the only reasons why I would like to see the Knicks win a championship. Yeah, it's just like, all right, Spike can finally like right. he can be happy with life. Right, he, he can, can be he okay. Can. Yeah, he could be okay. Honestly, we might not have Spike for much longer after that. I feel like that's what he's holding. Oh and, no, absolutely. Like, and uh, yeah. another person who I would like, another person who I I don't know if you can say they're underrated, but they're forgotten about as an as an uh, actress. Um, that I would like to see Spike Lee work with is Whoopi. Mm. Word. Yeah. 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 Like That's I don't. You can't one. really I saw call this, her. I saw this movie. She, she has an egot. You can't really call yeah. her. She's not underrated, underrated but, like, but she's forgotten in terms about of films. People yeah, forget. She strayed away yeah. from film for so long. Yeah, people you know? forget that she kind of dips in and out so much. She yeah, ha- she has the sauce. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's almost like the Oprah thing where it's like Oprah, like she's going to do like an iconic little moment here or there in film, like, but she doesn't stay there because she's so busy doing other, just being Oprah, like how Whoopi's just like being Whoopi, like most of her life. Yeah. I saw a movie That's called kind of Girl Interrupted recently. It's Angelina Jolie and, and Whoopi Goldberg, and it's pretty good. Oh, shit. And I, I think it might that. be a little bit earlier in Whoopi's, uh, probably not early in her career. She's been around forever, but. Um, yeah. I'd love for Spike to do another period piece. I'd love for him to do something like, because he's very, very HBCU-centered, and I'd love for him to do, like, you know, the founding of Howard or, like, the founding of Morehouse or, you know, a Divine Nine. Or a story from You know what I'm saying? For sure be Morehouse. Yeah, it would would for sure be Morehouse. I would would love that. I have another one, but I'd like to see something HBCU-centered because most of the stuff we have right now is mostly, like, Drumline or Stomp the Yard. Yeah. And not, like... The Not HBCU like, experience. We yeah, haven't. Yeah, we don't. Like we don't have an update. Since, um, we don't have an authentic. It's more update. just like whatever is the more the popularized. Super Dear popular show. No, no, no. Super popular show. Do white people is at a white inst- PWI? Super popular oh, show. Dwayne Wayne, Whitley Gilbert. Dwayne Wayne piggyback off the Cosby show. Dwayne oh shit! Wayne, different world. Different world. Mm. We haven't had anything about the HBCU. Yeah, we don't have a different world. Yeah, you're right. Since different world. So yeah. yeah, I would love that. And if it happened to be, you know, John David Washington playing a character and his mommy's Whoopi Goldberg and a yeah. shot by Bradford Young, and, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> the name. Right. Yeah, no, it's like that. Yeah, no. And I mean, Sam Jack has to be incorporated somehow. Yeah, facts. Absolutely. He could definitely be a professor. Exactly. Like the the super tough professor on John David Washington. How like Lawrence Fishburne was in. Yes, Lawrence. Thank you. Yes, in Boys in the Hood. Yes. Or was it, was or maybe I'm thinking about something. No, no, else. it's another one that's at a college. He was, yeah, and he's a uh, track athlete. Oh yeah, and the shooter, the school shooter, yeah, and shit. Yeah. Yes, shoot. higher learning, higher, higher learning. learning. Yeah. Who directed that? That felt like a Spike Lee. Joint. No, 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 no. This guy, uh, he, it wasn't. But I was just saying, it felt like the guy who who did uh, Boys in the Hood. Oh, fucking oh, John, Snowfall. John, um, is his name John? Um, um, sh- 
This he should not. His first name is definitely John. A blank. I know exactly who it is. is. He just recently the passed. Crea- yeah, he passed. Yeah. The the creator of Snowfall. Bro, this should John's, not. I don't know his last name. It's John Singleton. John. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> John yeah. Singleton. That should not have taken that long. Yeah, I just was not drawing at all. A blank. But yeah, the great John, the late great John, John. Singleton. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely, he was another big one next to Spike who was doing a lot of these films. Yeah. And centering them around black people and our experiences. We need that flavor again for our times, for sure. Big yeah, time. definitely an HBCU that's not um, just off the yard or, or yeah. drumline. Or because my parents talk popular. about it a lot. Like my mom specifically, she, you know, she's from upstate New York. Well, not upstate, she's from Long Island, New York, in a predominantly white area. She thought about going up to HBCU because of a different world. Yeah. Like that's what made her decide. Like, yo, like I want to. Like, what's that all about? Like, oh my god, it was because of a different world. So I think, um, yeah, that would be really cool to reintroduce it to this generation. Um, you know, to just show the experience. You know, not even just it's not not just for promo. Like, hey, come to HBCU, but yeah. just like, hey, like this is a part of our culture. You know, this is a huge part of our culture. So, yeah. so yeah. you know, Spike, we don't ask for much. Yeah, Tickets to the Spike. screening. Yeah. Be cool, you know. We got ideas, you know. Yeah. Other than cool. that, I'd want to see something probably similar. Maybe not similar like in structure, but similar to Inside Man. Because I feel like that's a lot different than a lot of his other films. I guess well, all of but them you know are he didn't pretty write different. That. He just directed oh, no. it. He just directed it. Mm-hmm. But something, I mean, something. Something with his, his finger on it. You yeah, know? a little yeah. more of that, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think I'd, I'd like that. Yeah. But, uh, Big time. Yeah. Big time. <sighs> anything else on, on Spike? We got... Mm, what else? On do you want to say anything else in a concise... Any requests you have for him if he just so happens to come across yeah, this? <laughs> Spike, I'm just going to give you my email. Don't even worry about it. I got a, ho- a whole bunch of things. Not just playing. Uh, no, but <laughs> But he's not, though. <laughs> um, what about a Spike Lee animated film? I kind of calling back uh, who we were just I'm telling you. Told. I mean, a reimagining again, of the Wiz, Spike Lee, I'm, I'm gonna go y'all. watch it. Yeah, that'd be super interesting to see Bruh. how, how he, he projects that. his visual mm-hmm. Spike Lee feel yeah. in an animated way. Yeah, like yeah. I'm for sure. Like, I know the dolly shot will still be there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. And like the animation he would use, right? Like, yeah. what, like kind in of the style. colors, the colors he would use. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just. Imagine, I mean, we kind of took some of his artwork to make our logo, and mm, right, and um, I'm just imagining like she's got to have it, but just like like the like the poster board or the movie poster board for that, just in a cartoon form, and how that would be. I, I can know. imagine like like updated version of like the Proud Family, but almost like combined with Spider Man into the Spider Verse, like almost combined with like fucking. Oh, what's like another like good one? Kind of like those ones right there, like that flavor. Yeah, yeah I would just I would, very I would colorful. Love to see him do an animated film. Yeah, just. I'm telling y'all, reimagining of the Wiz, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Upbeat, I mean, up tempo R and B. Yeah, I was gonna say he'd be the person to do it because he 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 definitely has great selection in music mm-hmm. for his films. Yeah, and I mean also someone synonymous with. I mean, when you're thinking of you know late '80s, '90s hip hop culture, Spike's right there. I mean, MJ. You know, what I mean the rappers, Spike Lee. I mean that was that was it right there. And I mean he's very much still someone who kind of has their pulse on. Not maybe not what's directly happening in the culture but how to present it and illustrate yeah, it you sure. know what i'm yeah. saying like if he combines with some great producers and and writers of our generation or whatever i can totally see him getting off some shit that can really make our current experience pop 
Yeah. Wait, does Spike have a movie with Jamie? No, he doesn't. No. Because that... That would be lit. That would be wild. Yeah, right? I, so Jamie, it's funny that you say that because I, like, when we're talking about, like, uh, him bringing in Sam, I'm thinking about, like, doing, like, a callback to, like, his films and some of the prominent, because, like, Wesley Snipes and uh, Jungle Fever, mm-hmm. Omar right. Epps and uh, Crooklyn. Is he in Crooklyn? I think he's in Crooklyn. Or I'm, I'm mixing it with something else. But Omar uh, Epps in one of his films, um, obviously Sam Jackson, Denzel, but then mixing it in with like some new up and coming yep. talent. Yeah. Like obviously whatever film he does is going to be in a, a black space. Mm-hmm. Well, for the most part, because Inside Man was it, but like in a black space. Right. So he has the opportunity to do a callback to be like, you know, if he ever was going to do like, all right, this is my retirement film. Yeah, call, like like a callback call to back all and then the bring yeah. It, oh my god, bring everyone together. <laughs> That'd that be fire. Would be nuts. Yeah. That would be absolutely insane. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's got tons of stuff down the pipeline that we don't. For know. sure, yeah. Yeah, he's one of those. Can't wait to see. Can't wait to see what's next. Absolutely. But yeah, kind of. I asked that Jamie question because kind of leads us into our next um, into the movie we're going to review today. Dream Girls. We are dreaming. So before we before we <laughs> get into it, the first time I saw this, and even this time, I was like, "Wait, is this based on a true story?" Because it kind of feels like it's done so well that yeah. you're like, "These events happen. Like these real these real these events real life happened." Uh, let me look up who these people are. Who's Dina Jones? Like, <laughs> is Dina Jones. A, when when did Dina Jones have her last album? But um, from the song here in my heart. I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> Beyonce. Um, Beyonce. So you want Omari to do an intro since he graced us with? Yeah, his, you might as well. He's in it. He's like in the. In he's the in the. He has. He just had the spark. We he's in the song, yeah. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So take take us through. Give us a little synopsis. Oh little, man. Tell the people Dream what Girls, incredible, incredible. Talk about, I mean, we're always talking about, you know, these amazing ensemble casts. I mean, this one right here, boy, this is I forgot Eddie those... Murphy was in it. Did you really? Yeah. Until I watched it, I'm like, oh. This is yeah. like one of his like top performances. For sure, for, for sure. Like, this is a great, a great thing. Well, anyway. Well, this... I, I'll get into what, like, probably what I haven't watched in a while after this, but Word. you can go, yeah. Okay. Well, DreamWorks is a 2006 musical drama that <laughs> uh, basically just think the Supremes. This is a, a film about the. It's an up and cut. It's a basically Detroit. about what Detroit, based in Detroit. Yeah. Well, the characters, the, the characters are fr- a lot of the characters are from Detroit. Yeah, kind of like some, somewhat based in Detroit. Um, girls, they are basically trying to. They are a band, a, a trio, a girl group. Um, Anika Noni Rose, Jennifer Hudson, Beyonce Knowles. Um, they are recruited from a talent show uh, by Jamie Foxx to play as um, backup singers for Eddie Murphy's character, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Thunder Earl, Jimmy Thunder Early, who's basically like kind of like James Brown ish kind of, which is also funny, which I guess I'll get into too. Just what was, what was basically that it's type James of Brown. Called? It's not. Gogo is DC, but what is Detroit? What, what is... 
There's a name for it, and it's escaping me. But really? you can keep going. Yeah. Hmm, I'm going to have to look that up. Uh, basically, their rise to fame, um, they eventually break off from um, Eddie Murphy's character, who's basically starting to fall off. He, he's starting to dip more into drugs, and they pull away from him to become their own girl group. Uh, and then eventually things progress, and Jamie Foxx's character finds that the audience wants Beyonce, of course, and uh, Dina, who she plays, and she remove he removes Jennifer Hudson's character from the lead singing role and puts her in the back and puts Beyonce's character in front. Um, all hell breaks loose in a lot of ways. Uh, societally, there's a lot going on. This also has the Vietnam War as a backdrop, social unrest. Uh, and this, the changing landscape of the music world as black performers are becoming more popular and um, uh, just the music industry as a whole kind of shifting as more um, popular acts are be, becoming yeah. those of color. Um, so, yeah, it's just basically just the rise and fall of these uh, performers um, and kind of the relationships that are intermingled and intertwined. Um, as a result, yeah. So. so another black music also come into the mainstream, oh. right? But yeah, um, yeah. But like, like, uh, like you were saying, uh, Motown is definitely the Motown sound is a big part of this. It's basically the story of the Supremes in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, um, the the main thing with this film though that I really appreciate, and we'll go more into, is that it's truly a musical. And they really do a great job of kind of like taking you in and out of of the music. Which probably why I didn't watch it. <laughs> That's this one like, genre. That he like. <laughs> <laughs> this one right here, though, this is one that that you you can sit down and really be like, ooh. Yeah, this is the, the yeah. this literally this film is the only reason why I don't say I dislike musicals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But th that that's pretty much the story. Um, uh, Jennifer Hudson's character Effie is a big part. It's it's kind of her movie um, in a lot of ways, um, and you know, obviously she has the the great big you know iconic "And I Am Telling You" um, song kind of smack dab in the middle of all of this, kind of encompassing the entire some of the the main themes of the story um, about acceptance, about you know. Uh, popularity and, and what it means to be a true artist in, you know, a very sometimes uh, sinister and evil uh, industry and mm -hmm. business. So, um, yeah, this is a classic, man. This is a classic, classic. Facts. This is the one where you turn a BT, it's probably playing. And this is a movie I don't understand how I didn't win Best Picture. Yeah. Um, because right. everyone killed it too. Especially because Hollywood what I was loves musicals. Yeah. There is not one bad acting performance in this entire film. And it's it's a lengthy film. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's not one bad acting performance in this entire film. It keeps you engaged the entire time. Yep. Even with it being a musical, because it's based off of them being musicians, etc., it doesn't really take you out yeah. of the film like that. Like because, you know, these are portions where like they're at practice. Of course, they're singing music. Mm -hmm. There's a performance. Of course, they're singing music. Then you look at the cast, like Jennifer Hudson, Beyonce, Jamie Foxx, Eddie Murphy, Danny Green. Um, not Danny Green. Uh, uh, Danny Glover. Glover. Danny Glover. Glover. Yeah. Like, like Danny there's, Green. yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> like, it's, you have people who, like, 
like are bringing it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Beyonce often receives criticism for her acting, but here's one where she, like yeah, she kills her she kill her, she kills her right. her role in this. Um, like yeah, I, it's so probably supernatural for her too. Like she kind of went through, <laughs> through right. Like this stuff. is exactly it's very much a Supremes and Destiny's, Destiny's Child, Child story. Yeah. If you're gonna keep it a buck, yeah. So like it it yeah, and it like you said, there's so many different underlying things when it comes to like the music industry from like you know uh what is viewed as like sexy or who can be like the lead singer when it comes to like what's body images yeah what's more marketable from like taking people's writings and who right, gets credit right. for a person writing music writing, yeah. from getting how you get your music played in different radio stations yeah. in different places payola like pay in in today's like uh, stand culture and like music following culture payola is a big you know dart that people throw at certain artists who their management and their labels clearly go into the radio stations they go to these streaming companies and they give them that big old bag of cash and say hey yeah. you gonna put my my artists on these playlists yeah, I mean, using every you're day gonna put them on this playlist you're gonna put them on these radio you're gonna give them these this amount of radio spins that type of stuff was going on way before Wait, digital exactly like, and they i i I was shocked when I heard Paola in in the dialogue. I was like, "Damn, this is a, this is based on you know '70s '60s music." Like Paola been going around for a long time, and it makes you think about a and lot of the artists that were pushed during that time that have become the legends and become you know the icons of their day yeah. and are revered still to this day as such. So, you know, it's a big commentary on popular culture. I mean, American Bandstand. You can go a whole. We can go a whole conversation about a lot of the things that were stripped from the marginalized communities and music and just overall art, art in in general, and put to the forefront with a white face. Yeah, appropriation, a, a more palatable, a you know, face. You know? And then with Eddie Murphy's character, you got what what who is has the ability to cross over who's right. going to be accepted by these mm-hmm. crowds who do you push who do you not push then the lengths that people will go to to be successful and stay successful right. and how like uh what's the word i'm looking for like how and uh people can take out personal vendettas mm-hmm. on people yeah, yeah like, like how, yeah just cause they just, don't like you they're going to you know they're not going to play your record or they're not so gonna, you many, know yeah so many different things as far as like the music industry as you know obviously like we're not in the music industry but from the stories that we've heard for years and years and years and years like everything you could possibly think of it, from from a music film is encompassed in this film yeah. and they kind of hit on all of those along with like romantic relationships mm-hmm. right um people struggling with drug addictions mm-hmm. people like trying to finally do the right thing people you know what i'm saying like yep. just tons and tons and tons of different like little nuggets all throughout the film like i said like i for me it's kind of baffling that this didn't win a best picture award mm-hmm. because for me like when i'm thinking about best picture i'm thinking about stuff that checks a lot of boxes like yeah. messaging how many different areas it was able to hit on longevity like thinking outside the box the cinematography like it's almost it's almost impossible to to have bad cinematography when you're you have people in the auditorium performing right yeah, is right. Right. I mean, almost that's like impossible the dream, like that's the perfect 
environment for a cinematographer and like they go crazy in this film like they shoot performing like stage performing so beautifully like, over and over yeah. and over again right like all like uh, yeah you like you bat, they're bat, shooting bat, performances like, and all different types of performances from right. performances in a car garage to performances yeah. on a main stage to performances in a coffee shop to performance like uh, like an award show type yeah thing. like right. they and then it's different songs like different you going from one song to the next it's different set pieces different themes for each performance like you you feel like you really you it's like you sit at an award show and you watching like each artist come up and do their own situation yeah. like they put so much effort and this is actually i think still to this day it's one of the biggest budgeted um films with a pr primarily black cast they put you could see it in just the costume designing yeah, and just yeah, like the amount of you know um background actors that were in the audience like it felt like you were watching concerts for real like very very well done it pulled um, you it pulled you into that time yeah period. it pulled you in exactly it felt like you were there yeah. especially with that vietnam war backdrop which was just like so lightly placed but still made a very much a part of the story uh particularly you know towards that third act fourth act when they were trying to make more music that was timely and speaking to the audience like that's another thing too artists trying to be you know more like with an ear to the streets and not always trying to be you know top 40 and you know mainstream like that was another great thing i like that they pointed to um yeah man just like awesome just an awesome awesome musical because sometimes musicals can get it's like campy and it's like it's like high school musical or it's yeah. like all right well it's time for the next number like i like how it's like no we got some real singers on this thing yeah. like jennifer hudson like she'll go really she'll go. come out of dialogue singing like i'm telling you know what i'm saying like if i win like going in and like, out of it yeah know. like ooh, nigga you lose and i win <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah but yeah, that's also so. <laughs> I'm piggybacking off of that. That's another thing that I liked about the film. Like, um, I like so. I mean, we briefly talked about this before filming about like uh, my favorite photographer, Gordon Parks. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things about him is like true Renaissance man. He's director, photographer, poet. Mm -hmm. Like they did like back in that back in those times black artists weren't put into a box like they had mm -hmm. to do one thing and i think we're kind of getting back to that now like you see a lot of artists who are stepping out and doing multiple avenues yeah right of of art which i love seeing like you're not you know as a per you know once if a person is an artist nine times out of ten they're not an artist in just one regard yeah right you know they're they're typically creative in multiple areas making clothes designing hotels like pharrell yeah um, right Everything, Every, yeah, everything, yeah. and he, jumping into film, exactly. Damn, one hundred farms, like Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he music, no, fashion, but all yeah, sorts fashion, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so strong. that's or what him architecture too. He's yeah, architecture. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so like, I like that you look in this film and you see like, like I said, Beyonce has a good performance. Jennifer mm -hmm. Hudson has a good performance. Great performance. They can sing. Jimmy Fox, obviously one of the most talented people to ever walk the face of the earth. Yep. Uh, Eddie Murphy Eddie. is musically gifted. Yeah, you know yes. what I'm saying. Like it's, that's another thing that stands out to me. But yeah. like Eddie Murphy can sing. That's and the can sleeper do that. in the <laughs> whole situation. Like everyone was like, I remember I watched back. Uh, they all did Oprah for the promo for this, and everyone was just like Eddie, like you were like really. And he was like, y'all don't remember party all the time, like yeah, so no, I, yeah, that it, was you. you know you can't, yeah, he you got to give him his tens too. 
Um, and yeah, he he's another one where it's just like snubbed, snubbed. That was the Ed, it was very much the Eddie movie too. Like next to J Hud, like it was obviously her film. Got the Oscar. Eddie should have got one too, man. Should have got one too. Unfortunately, I think this is the same year that. Well, it's one of my favorite comedies, but The Great Norbit came out, mm-hmm. and the Academy uh, wasn't too keen on that release. No, I like Norbit a lot, uh, too. I love Norbit, but we, yeah, that uh, during that time- Norbit it is definitely better in Tokyo Drift. It got- mm-hmm. Really? What? Come <laughs> on, yo. Chill out. Come on, yo. Really, you think though? Tokyo Drift's better than Norbit? Hmm. You need to rewatch Norbit. He's got to be stopped. Hmm. Yo, he's gotta be. At this point, I think Tokyo Drift's a top five movie for him. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's not, but hmm, he might be six. No, he's gotta be stopped. Norbit. Okay, I'll give y'all that one. I'll give y'all. Cat Williams killed it. Eddie Griffin killed it. Yeah, yeah. And then Eddie did. That was another one where he played like three, four motherfuckers. Okay, I'll give y'all that one. I'll give y'all that one. It's better than Tokyo Drift. Okay, he's gotta be. That's a fair one. That's a fair one. We love Norbit, but uh, yeah. Eddie, we love you. This this is another great one for you. This one, there are parts parts though where I do unintentionally do laugh because I just know his his James Brown imp- impression, yeah, which is just so hilarious. Um, so you you get some of those isms in in some of the performance uh, pieces, uh, but it's excellent. I mean, he's energetic, he, electric. Another e word. I can't think of right now, but he's just awesome in this. Um, Anika Noni Rose is great. She's the the voice of Tiana from The Princess and the Frog, mm. the Disney film. Um, so she was awesome. Um, I'll I'll let you guys talk some more so that I can get some some time to go myself in, to talk go about. Go into your notes to talk about Beyonce. Yeah, I thought um, I liked it, <laughs> even though it was a musical. Some of the parts like. I'm like, okay, she's kind of singing for a long, a long time about this, <laughs> but because that's, give, that's just they me. They give the songs a lot They're, of time to yeah. breathe. They do. Yeah, and um, I'm like, oh man, that's been five minutes. No, <laughs> no, but actually, <laughs> still singing. But, they, but yeah. it's, it's nice because they they can sing, and you can yeah, tell that it's, it's not like super wow. manicured, and they're just letting these artists um, show them full their full selves in a way, like acting and, and singing and. Um, Part, some parts I'm like, yo, she's screaming in his ear, like, <laughs> like, like yeah. it's probably on set. It's probably probably crazy to experience, but um, even I think it, like you guys were, were mentioning and stuff, it wasn't too campy, and the musical aspects and parts of it didn't always take you out of the story. A couple times, like like I said, I was like, oh, it's been going on for a while, or like it kind of took me out a little bit, but um, a lot of times it was part of it was part of the actual um. It added to the story rather than just being okay. There's a musical number in portion now. Like one of my favorite ones was when um when Beyonce when was uh this towards the end or towards when she started realizing Jamie Foxx was wasn't who he, he was down, dirty dog. supposed to be or 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 whatever and she was kind of just when it was just him and I guess like the A and R and she was in there just singing basically directly at him. I was like, yeah, this is kind of crazy, <laughs> but that that part. She really got to spread her wings in that. I thought I thought that part was dope too. I also think like those uh, lengthy songs definitely have to do with the period pieces. Like I feel like we're used to mm-hmm. like three minute songs yeah. in right, today's right, world, right. where the int- the intro could have been three minutes back back yeah. then, like before lyrics actually started. 
it could have been three minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um, songs were definitely much longer back then, and they uh, played heavily on the you know instrumentalist and, uh, before you know actually singing. But so I I do agree. Like the songs do go on for a long period of time, but I also think like that, like I said, plays heavily on like the era that it's in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to find a a negative thing to say about the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really like, yeah, I can't really find too much bad to say about the uh about the film. Uh, I like I like the the um I like the story it told of like the transition of music it was kind yes. of just like yeah it it did that in a and it told history in a really good way mm-hmm. and it seemed like everything was timely was on was on time and um i like that all the characters had um were really di- it was like were really dynamic in a way and yeah. even though like Jamie Foxx is the villain he's also the catalyst for making them all successful right. in a way yeah, right, and right. Pushing, um, pushing them into the mainstream and and making that, making like paving that paving that way or paving that path. Facts, because so, he took a lot of risk and did a lot of changes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he put that a lot. A lot of it was on his on his a shoulders. Lot of effort, yeah, a yeah. lot of money he had to come out of his own pocket, yeah, like mean, selling cars and too, yeah. 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 So like as he much was in them casino, in them bars, you know, taking names. You know, like you said, the car deal, doing the dirty work yeah, or whatever yeah, with yeah. the mob, like it's, that's always what it is. The same thing that they like, especially when it comes to art. A lot of the stuff that they end up like disliking these people for are the same reasons why they end up loving them to begin with. Yeah, right. Like the thing that created the them to be like the person that you love so much always ends up being um stuff that people uh dislike yeah. and i mean and, that's and even subconsciously to that's what they want you know what i'm saying they want to be in that position because i mean he even said he was like you know these honky like they they they're taking our shit like they're taking gospel they're taking jazz they're taking let's make some stuff for us like and him, and that's basically him saying i'm let me be that guy trust you could trust me but i'll be that guy yeah. You know, to 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 be to handle and push, you know, our culture, um, and and even even still, like the the shady stuff he's doing, are, are like white people are doing that too, or right. like Facts. he was he right. was he was he was that way because he saw the game and was like, all right, mm-hmm. I need to do this to make us to yeah. make this engine go, yeah. You and in the end, like it, it kind of ruined relationships and stuff because he, he it went to his head or like he just didn't know when to stop or when to like let the reins go a little bit. And, and but, who, um, can, who can blame them? Because yeah, because when you when you see that in like in front of you, you're like that person's winning. It's almost like the I care a lot movie that we we talked about. Mm-hmm. Right. You see that right in front yeah. of you, like you see a everyone is egg. doing this and everyone's making money off of this, Bro. and people are also stealing our stuff and whitewashing it or just like like the Cad- like the Cadillac song. I think it was mm-hmm. when they. Showed like probably the first appropriation ever or whatever. Oh my gosh! And I was like, it's yo, this like, is imagine, terrible too. And they're all like, like, oh, this is so crazy, bro. Like, just imagine, imagine you're at, <laughs> imagine you're at a talent show, <laughs> and it's Beyonce. <laughs> like, who, like, who, who in their right minds like gonna be like, oh no, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to take that. Like, it's Beyonce. Like, yeah. even in this film, it's Beyonce. 
Like this is like it's like in this film. I think it's like it's and Jennifer like, Hudson. She won the talent show. <laughs> she won it. It's Jennifer Hudson. Eddie Murphy, and then like Beyonce's like right there. Beyonce yeah. is so amazing. She's so amazing in this film. This is her best film. Dina is is she's excellent. She's excellent. I mean, I can't think of a look. I can't think of a frame. I can't think of a song that she doesn't just completely destroy. I think it's also funny too how Dina is kind of like the. Uh, there's this weird through line where Dina doesn't have a nice voice. Like yeah, they're always saying, like, yeah, well you're the Jennifer weaker. Hudson, no, yeah, you're, yeah, 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 you're the weaker one. Your voice has no personality, as Curtis said. I was like, that's hilarious because. One night only is just like yo, like yeah, and, and oh my when, god! When like, you see who's playing the character, Beyonce like, is mesmerizing. Like in when in every... Beyonce's life has she's been told? But, yeah, but she's the like, weakest. She is so sick. Yeah. Like it is like sick. Like how she also did a good job of playing that too, though. Yeah, but of like, all right, I'm like. The characters are it layered. It's believable. Like, like, all right, she's yeah, okay, she's playing not, like a feeble, like a more. Like, 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 the characters are layered. They, yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> they all grow. Is all the characters really? grow. Yeah. Hmm. All the characters grow. You see Eddie yeah. Murphy go from being like a super duper, like full of himself to like. I'm trying to get back humbled. to the art. Yeah, I'm right, trying to right, get back right, right. to the art. Humble. Make something you purposeful see, yeah. rather than just. Right. You see Jamie Foxx go from like, all right, we're getting it out the mud to like, this is what it takes to stay at the top of the throne. Right. Yeah. You see now Beyonce go from like the soft spoken, I'm in the behind the scenes to like full blown Like I'm doing whatever yeah. people are telling me to do. Or and like, like you were yeah, saying, like, like that evolution with the music too. It was like, it was going into the disco era. And then, and Curtis was like, Effie ain't gonna work in the disco era. We need Donna Summers. We need, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's Dina. That's Beyonce. Beyonce's Donna Summers. She's Tina Turner. Like, that was the energy that she was bringing, and she brought it, bro. Like, even like with her, her singing ability is just so incredible in this as well. Even though it's a younger Beyonce, she, I mean, the inflections in her voice and just the, the, the way that she's able to come up and down and just move with the ebbs and flows of the different music. Um, pieces like she's just so dope in this film and it's gonna be one of those like 20 30 years from now like kids gonna like you're gonna be like yeah like there was a movie with jamie fox a young beyonce a young jennifer hudson like a uh, fucking an old uh an old danny glover like you know what i'm murphy. saying like eddie murphy like you're gonna be yeah like, like again all like continuing the the uh characters um what's the the not jennifer hudson not beyonce uh, Anika, An- yeah. So yeah. her character grows like she right. starts off as like the the, yeah, the sweet of, innocent uh-huh. girl who doesn't know any better, who's falling for the superstar uh, Eddie Murphy. Towards the end of the film, she's like, "Yeah, now nah, I'm not falling for these same games I've been falling for." Right. Uh, um, personality. You see Jennifer Hudson go from like super outspoken, super like till she gets humbled, and then she's like, "Listen, I don't need to be like." this mainstream like artist anymore i just need need, this is all i've ever been able to do Mm -hmm. i've been i haven't been able to do anything else like at least allow me you know to do this like you see the progression of each character as well as the progression of and an appearance the story yeah and and their appearance like what you rarely see in films and a lot of films like the the movie is you get one or two main right. characters and you see yeah. their progression, but everybody else remains like that same yeah. throughout the film. You see a progression of literally every single character as point. well as the time period, as well as their appearance, mm-hmm. as well as the actual story. Yeah. Like in the beginning, I was like, 
Jamie Foxx looks kind of like Daffy Duck. <laughs> like, right, like right, right. Daffy Duck yeah. right now. And super like, <laughs> not like a caricature, caricature of like him himself or what he ended up being. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and even like that, the the appearance changing and I got got to give hats off to um to set design and costume too because yes. they you had to go from like decades of of different wardrobes and not even that just like the growth of all right they have more money now so this is how they're dressing this is how they're gonna be presented this is how um it would look and feel yeah compared yeah. to where where they started from yeah high quality high quality you could tell this is one of those higher quality films because you're seeing some really some top level cameos you got john krasinski playing the screenwriter who's mm. trying to give this you know who's trying to pitch this film to uh dina you got uh tank <laughs> playing one of the uh, uh background vocalists in like one of the choir scenes so you you got some some top level talented individuals that are you know playing yeah, smaller parts being a big deal when it first came out too like yeah, my my mom bought the soundtrack. There's a lot of money yeah, behind. Yeah, it. yeah. my mom the had the soundtrack. Was super duper. Yeah, yeah my mom super had duper. And, and, and I mean, outside of of, wasn't Jennifer Hudson on American Idol? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside of American Idol, this was kind of like a, her super like breakout. Yeah. Right. Breakout, you know, like breakout thing. And then, like you said, like who's more at this time? Who's more? iconic than eddie murphy and beyonce and like the people that they put in the film and you knowing what the film is kind of about like it definitely was a big deal that's why i said it has all the markings of it being winning best picture Mm -hmm. but it didn't win best picture yeah who won that year let's look it up yeah um (laughs) so it came out in 2006 so it'll be the 2007 academy awards um yeah, I think yeah, and going back and let's you see guys are the departed. The, 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 ah, hell, the well, no. I was like, you guys are gonna be de- Hollywood <laughs> disappointed regardless of, of what it was. Yeah, Hollywood just jizzed all over the departed, so I think that was gonna be an L either way. Unfortunately, that's a good one. It's not a bad film. Yeah, yeah it's a good film. It's not, <laughs> not, not not bad I, at all. Actually, it's not, a, it's not a bad. I mean, Jack Nicholson, oh, Jackie, Leo, yeah, Mark, yeah. Hey. Matt Damon, Matt da- yeah, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Uh, right. Isn't that Scorsese? Yeah. What directed by? Yeah. Uh, who? Yeah. Yeah. Brad. Oh, produced by Brad Pitt. Ugh. That's. I mean. I mean, it's not a bad film. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. Mark, this, I think this, he is, won, this is the Kanye. He won Best Director. This is the Kanye grab the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, just listen. Wait, listen, listen, listen to their cast in The Departed Leo, Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Vera Farmiga, Martin Sheen, Alec Baldwin, Jesus. Ray Winston, Anthony Anderson, uh, James Dale. Hmm. Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, they have the names. They have the names there. We definitely to, had to that moment in content- <laughs> when Kanye was like, "I kind of like this Beck song." <laughs> yeah, like I kind of like this Beck. They, they have all right, all right. You know, Ugh, I'm not mad departed. at the departed, Ugh. but yeah. I still think. Yeah, me too. I'm still. We, yeah, I still we think hold Dream Girls should. Yeah, Girl. I still think Dream Girls should have won. Yeah, we hold our position on Dream Girls. There's but, just too many bops. I mean, the, going back to the soundtrack. I mean, every single song is the infectious. Best Every single song is 
is can get stuck in your head. I mean, Beyonce's got like two, three joints. She's got the listen, which became on her own. She took that song and she started performing that in her own concerts. I mean, um, and then obviously the iconic Jennifer Hudson song. I mean, Eddie's joints are really fun. Um, I even liked Effie's brother in the film. Uh, he yeah. had a really nice voice. I enjoyed listening to him sing um, some of the songs. Um, Jamie, Jamie was great, and he was just kind of smooth on a lot of his a lot of his parts. You know, just kind of you know swimming and slithering yeah. through him as his character was through the story. Um, so yeah, I mean, just loads of talent. I mean, The Departed. Yes, there's an equal amount of talent, but damn it, there's so many more layers. To dream yeah, and that's yeah, so much shit you Academy, have to accomplish to really to get yeah, that thing off. I think the academy sometimes, when like, and this is why people were were getting on them during you know for for all these years of yeah. not like. I think they miss like a category that they miss out on is impact, like the mm-hmm. impact that a movie has. They were going to do this that one was like po- they were supposed to be introducing a new. Oh yeah, most uh, popular. Thing, most popular. But people got which, mad. Like, what? Yeah, like, why would most that popular mean? be the best like, film? So yeah, like, like, whoever like, grosses the I, most, yeah. like, who's supposed to win, win that? It. Yeah. And so for impact, I'm not saying it has to be like what's what's most popular. When I say impact, I mean like the this film, the meaning of this film to film as a whole. Yeah. So you know what Black Panther meant. What you know, Dream Girls meant. What Do the Right Thing meant. Like th- this is why, like people start to feel like they're snubbed. Like you know, yeah. the impact that they had on film and cinema as a whole afterwards yeah. is yeah. So you you don't think it should be another another category, but they should consider that in their in for best feature. Yeah, and whatever their ratings, whatever their rating system is, I can I can see them doing like best impact as a as another category, and then that's where they just throw all the yeah (laughs) all the like culture films or black films or and it could have at least got a nomination. Now a couple years later, the Academy did expand their nominations number. To like, you could have a maximum of ten nominations, and Dreamgirls would have definitely fallen in there for a nomination at the very least. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But um, yeah, just in terms of even who we're giving the award to, you definitely do have to think more about just like that that cultural impact. I mean, even with the the grossing, I mean, n- oh well, no, The Departed made a, a, a good. <laughs> well, did you not? Did you not say Leo and Jack Nicholson? Did you not say Leo and Jack? But you know, it's interesting. I mean, I guess because of how theater going has evolved, a movie like this now would go straight to streaming. I mean, The Departed, it, it you probably wouldn't do a a traditional release for a film like this. Dream Girls. Let me let me probably, let me reiterate. Leo. Jack oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Scorsese, his last joint with with uh, De Niro and um, Pacino. Pacino um, I mean, the Irishman. The Irishman. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's but like, but Netflix paid him right to to make that film. And yeah. I'll I'll put it to you this way: because of who was in it, it still went to theaters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> like when you get to certain level names. It's gonna go. Yeah, for sure. It's gonna go to theaters. Now, now <laughs> you know it's gonna make money. Who do you, now? Who do you, which film? If it were released today, would you think perform better at the? If we're gonna talk box office. Oh, Dreamgirls. I for th- sure. Yeah, right, right. That's what I'm trying. That's yeah, what I'm trying to say. Like, sure. Dreamgirls is blowing out the water. Like, just think about it. Like, if you had like, you know, what I'm saying, John David Washington, Normani, and you know whoever, who are the other you know main girls now. Like, you put them in a in a musical right now. Mm-hmm. You know. 
know what I'm saying? It's going to beat the Robert Pattinson, you know, Miles Teller joint. You know what I'm saying? Directed by, you know, uh, fucking, I don't know, who's one of the, the new guys, you know? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like that. A, a, a film like this is due for, not a remake, but some sort of reimagining or some new adaption. We need it. <laughs> We need it. We need a musical, mm-hmm. a black ass musical. Okay, I agree. We could do a black musical, but I am so tired of remakes. Yeah, no, no. Leave these films alone. Direct remake. This can still stand by itself. Leave these films alone because we're not. Dream we're not. Boys. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I don't know where that's gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I I like touching on a remake thing. Boys. I think. You got to leave these films alone because people grew like the nostalgia and what we grew up watching. You're not going to be able to recreate that. Mm -hmm. And you're setting yourself up for people to be disappointed. If you did, if it wasn't like a continued series, like every year type of thing, like there's no need to go back and touch Right. Touch these these films like leave dream girls alone. I would like, you know, a more modern um, uh, remake on on you know a musical more modern music yeah more, more modern, modern musical like, like yeah, yeah black sure. musical uh or whatever like i to be honest with you this is if power was we're a talking movie? about <laughs> we're talking about um story like a storyline like how you say this touched on the supremes i would love like a musical that touched on um i don't know why her name is slipping my mind but the the black woman who invented rock and roll right. i would love a musical yeah, I would love a musical like, and especially like with the with Willow stepping into that oh, space yeah. now, and like it becoming mm-hmm. like a thing, and and garnering like you yes. know more attention amongst Black people. Yeah, I feel like a film like that, timeliness wise, would definitely get Black people's eyes more into like rock and roll. And then you have a figure like Willow being in her element. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Just, um, yeah, uh, guys, just, I have ideas for days like, here. Yeah, like, I, I mean, mean yeah, all I require, three guys. all I require is tickets to the screening. That's it. No, Gabe. And a Gabe no, special. No, Think you thinking. need to really promo this right now. We got a this camera is, in front of you right now. Like, what do you want, Gabe? <laughs> what do you want? Put your demands on screen. No, 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 no. So financial demands I will not put on screen. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I want three million dollars. <laughs> but like I said, that'd be that'd be um, an amazing idea. Like if you did like a. a a musical origin story of her, mm-hmm. like, you know, growing up, how she gets into it, et cetera, yeah. then have her later, you know, later on. Like I said, this is a the, a, a great opportunity to to do something like that, what you're talking about, like a more modern day, um, a more modern day, like black musical. Mm-hmm. It That could be a musical in a different type of way Absolutely. with a different type of sound Absolutely. that, you know, you don't really see. Like, I mean, name a black rock and roll film. Exactly. Right, yeah. right. And even, like, Eddie Murphy's character is totally Little Richard, who is way past, the late Little Richard, totally past due a film. He is another one who is basically, essentially, does he really? Little Richard has a biopic. He needs another one because another people one. don't re- people don't understand. Like, people don't really understand. I had a little, during the pandemic, I went on a little binge on just, like like, Little Richard, like, interviews and and you know some small little mini docs some strange i didn't happen upon this this film or what have you but people need to understand how he is essentially one of the main architects of rock and roll and um who the hell is that is that and the temptation oh shit is that um <laughs> is that Cynthia Bailey's uh ex <laughs> 
Oh, Robert Townsend. Oh, yeah. No, he's a good actor. He's in oh, Above yeah, no, the Rim. No, because he just looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he plays yeah, David yeah, Ruffer. Oh, yeah, David Ruffer. Yeah, ain't nobody wants to see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need an update. We need an update. We need an update. But, yeah, Little Richard, I mean, you can go down the line. I mean, shit. Shoot. We need a Jimi Hendrix movie. We need... You know, we need um, shit. A Rick James movie. Like, there's so many artists, and, and it's whoa, whoa, whoa. a great. Let's back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. A Rick James movie would basically be a porno. It'd be a. <laughs> yeah, it would. Well, we need it. <laughs> we need one. <laughs> that's what we need. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's another thing. Like, there's so many marginalized voices in the greater story of of music. That we have yet to even, you know, touch on. Like, like you said, like that woman, that was a, a, a queer and or lesbian. I don't know how you even like say that, but she was queer or lesbian black woman who invented rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Like that is, like who knows? This like tell that story today, like, right? Like you just needed today. One of one of those one of those stories where she was getting paid by white people mm-hmm. to perform for them. As in her in her natural state, yep. she didn't have to like put on a blackface. Didn't have to put on a special suit. Yeah. Didn't have to do any of that. Like just her and her talent. Yep. Yeah. So like like I said, like this would be a perfect opportunity. And like like I said, Willow Smith stepping into like her her herself basically. And like you can tell, like this this isn't like some like a fad. This is like who yeah. she is, yeah. or whatever. Like, and a lot of people paying attention to it now. I definitely think this would be a perfect yeah. opportunity to tell that story, get more more eyes on rock and roll as yeah. far as like uh black art, you know, black rock and roll artists. And it's something that hasn't been tapped into, hasn't been done. Yeah. But yeah, I I I I. I I think that would be a lit musical. Yeah, man. Because so much time is passing. In a minute, we're going to need a Beyonce biopic, for real. If we're yeah. going to keep it a buck. We're going to need some, you know, Rihanna. Like, we, we, do we done skipped <laughs> a whole couple generations of stories to, you know, really dive into and, and re, you know, reintroduce to That, to that Beyonce biopic will happen in about five to six years. Mm-hmm. She's waiting on Chloe. She and needs Chloe to get a little exactly. older. Yeah, or Normani. Yeah, we might get Normani in there. You know, we might have to get. You know, what I'm saying, absolutely. That that's gonna be a, that's gonna be great. Yeah, Beyonce is so good in this movie, man. Everyone just delivers in this film. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it for the five millionth time. Like I said, my mom bought the soundtrack and she used to bump that shit all the time. Um, yeah, the songwriting was great from because this is all coming from the original um broadway play um and uh yeah and i remember there was a little controversy um with this film because the original uh fe jennifer holiday her name's also jennifer funny enough um was just kind of like oh you know they ain't really hit me up like you know because funny enough and at the end i totally forgot loretta divine who's one of the original dream girls from the broadway stage play She's she's featured in the film, um, but yeah, for some reason they didn't call call old Jennifer Holiday. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's just great, man. Like we're just such a talented. Yeah, I mean people. it's it's such a <laughs> we're just such a, <laughs> it's are, such a I, I think it's so good that um, I thought it was based on real events. Like when I first watched it growing up, word, I was like, oh, word. this this is definitely based on a true story. Damn near. But um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's the Supremes. It's it's basically the Supremes, Dina's Diana Ross and Jamie's Barry Gordy. That's pretty much if you if that's how you want to think of it. And yeah. then the Ra- Ra- did, Rainbow a, Records is, you know, Motown. Yeah. And when I get like when I watch the movie, I'm like, dang, why Jennifer Hudson, can't you just like go along and then, then you guys break up happily after once everyone <laughs> once everyone's put on or <laughs> I just I like to to think about what would happen if the characters like did things differently, but like that's the movie, so Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I, I think even with the ending, like for them to even like try to do like a second version or a remake, they would really have to reach to try to create like how to continue. Because they, I mean, this movie touched on everything that you yeah, possibly touched right, on. Right, this thing. right. It's it's difficult for for it to be like like I said, it's difficult to re reimagine or recreate, especially like you know you touching like talking about it coming from a Broadway. Um, musical like we people are used to seeing a certain storyline they're gonna want it to be a part of that storyline etc but yeah i mean like i said i i I don't have any any complaints for me i definitely recommend yeah to watch it recommend it yeah Yeah, this is an excellent film i mean again like even just like the the creative ways that they transition in and out of sequences or or songs um or you know performances it was just great. I love the one that, <clears throat> excuse me, the one that stands out the most to me is at the end of Jennifer's, you know, big song, them transitioning, you know, her hand, you know, kind of reaching out, you know, with her, that last note and then the camera, you know, kind of zooming in and, you know, moving past her and then the, the mirrors behind her kind of like shift and it reveals the stage that the dream the dream girls are um, on singing that last part of that song mm-hmm. um, or that like moment. Cause it's like two separate songs, but like it ends that scene. I, I always just remember that, that transition. Um, yes. It's just, just expertly crafted and directed and edited for sure. Yeah. Rating wise. I think I'd have to give this a eight and a half, nine. Just cool. personally, yeah. Nice. <clears throat> Probably just because the the few musical longer musical parts took me out a little bit, but mm-hmm. all in all, I like this movie a lot. Yeah, I probably go nine nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go nine nine and a half too. Um, I think uh, most of the most of the acting in the film is great. Like like mm-hmm. we said, Beyonce is probably her best performance. Eddie, everyone's great. Anika was a little. She she was obviously first of all I it didn't even connect to me that at least her character was eighteen in the film. Oh uh, yeah, like at the beginning of the film she's an eighteen year old girl, which I was like okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Jennifer Hudson, there's there's parts where she it's not it doesn't bother me, but there are parts that just made me laugh. Where it's like she's really like going in, like she's just like <laughs> I wrote it down because she was just like. You stole my dream and you stole my man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Jay Hud, you better go in, girl. Like, I just love hearing her just like, Curtis, you promised me, Curtis. I was like, boy, she she leaned in. Like, Jennifer Hudson leaned in on this one, boy. This was great. A moment that I thought was hilarious was her walking in, pissed off, talking about album sales and saying, 
who's this Martin Luther King guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Martin Luther King. You put him <laughs> on the album. album. You put him on the cover of the album. Are you he serious? He don't sing. What it like is, yo. How you got Martin Luther King on the album? <laughs> and then Eddie, like Eddie was just like again, like he's doing like this James Brown shit that he did on I think it was Raw or or his other notable um one. Delirious. Just like, yeah, it was either Raw or Delirious where he does his Why would he I wanna kiss myself? Hi <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like, I was the one you, you this is so little Richard, like I was the, you remember I originated that shit. I was the nigga that came out with the with the jacket on. Y'all remember me back in the day and they're like, Yes, fucking early. We remember remember <laughs> you nigga, but you know what? You washed like shit. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's just, again, another film that's just so black. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just black people being black people. Like, just just doing their thing. Um, what else? Let's go through my little notes. Beyonce. Beyonce. Just, oh, she looks so good in some of these moments, bro. The photo, sh- the photo shoot. I was waiting for, I was waiting for this part from, yeah. from Omar. Yeah, I was like, all right, so we're just going to keep it. Professional. Hey, we're okay. just gonna talk about oh, like, nah, the actual nah, film and her abilities, oh, nah, right? Right. Son. And then bang. We're gonna, nah. yeah, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> she <laughs> rips it because it's just like <laughs> she ripped it. She rips it because it's like they was really going in on my girl, just like, oh yeah, yeah, she ain't shit. She just skin and bone. She can't even sing for shit. I was like, well, y'all tripping. All y'all snoring on that shit that early been snoring on because Beyonce just bumping the joke. You who turn on my love. I'm like, yo, let's be right there, baby. Let's be right there. Um, let's see what else we got here. Early dies. Damn it. He succumbs to drug addiction. That's mm-hmm. another big thing in the music industry that's taken a lot of our legends. That's what I said. It touches on everything in the music industry that mm-hmm. actually goes on. Yeah. Every, literally everything in the music industry I feel that like we've I'm been told right that now. goes on. Like really though. Like you it feel like on everything. It feels like that. It feels like the TLC story. It feels like the new edition story. It feels like, you know what I'm saying, all these horror stories of the music industry that we've heard over the years. Like, they've given us the blueprint at this point. If you're stepping into the music game now and you don't know what's going on, you, you've you been given a lot of of story. You've been given a lot of, of, of instructions on how to move out here because... You know, especially during these times without the technology, without social media, where artists are able to have a voice and speak for themselves. You know, Dina was just like a she was a puppet, like on a string for a lot of her career. Yeah. And a lot of artists experienced that and still are um, through these labels and through these, you know, you know, sharks that pose as managers and um, A&Rs that are supposed to be looking out for them. So, yeah, very, you know, still also a very timely film, you know, to this day, just infused with tons of incredible music and, and great talent so yeah it's definitely a nine out of nine nine and a half for me as well just this is a classic this is a classic like if you if you are someone who enjoys musicals who enjoys broadway enjoys just music period this is definitely one that you have to go back and, and take a peek at because it is excellent yeah it's an experience watching it for sure yeah it's an experience yeah it's definitely Listen, an experience. we got we got an what he said, eight and a half, nine. Mm-hmm. Who me? On I a musical from AJ. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will take it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this one's fire. Now we just gotta get him to watch a scary movie. Ooh, I've seen a few, but like it's it's. Have you seen? That's why I've only seen a few because 
you've seen the Jordan <laughs> Peele joints, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are I, those, those are, more are thrillers. Those are thriller. mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely mm-hmm. I can do thrillers. I can do well. Let's see. Texas now. Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, we gotta, more we like, gotta get you to watch uh, Candyman. From I was back just in the day. about to say, Listen, when is the Candyman coming? No, I ain't even talking about the old, the new one. We could just if you just watch the old. The old one, no, that, the old one, but the bro. We did, we did, the, we did the ratings August. on on our Instagram. Candyman versus Get Out, and I I feel like a lot of yeah. people selected Get Out because Get out, it's they, more they recent. Yeah. 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 Listen, yeah. Candyman scary is the yeah. scariest movie yeah, I have ever seen though. in my life. And normally, when I go see scary movies, they turn into comedies. Yeah, but Candyman yeah, is like when I see his his character has played roles in other movies where mm-hmm. he like he's a different person. Yeah. And when I see him, I I'm like, yo, <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna <laughs> have to do Candyman. Then the, the next this new adaption, we're gonna have to do. It. Yeah, I definitely I, haven't seen that. Have to. I think the first like scary movie that <laughs> that shit comes out on a Friday. We might just have to. Hop, I don't know how it's gonna line up, but that it. got me was uh, the others, and I was like, mm, mm. I'm not doing these anymore. <laughs> why? Why? Like, why would people? Why do people enjoy being scared like this? Like, I don't. I'm not going to sleep now. <laughs> but and then and then I got roped into watching Insidious. Ooh, that's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Actually, yeah. Um, it's all it's all bangers. Yeah, yeah those are all. <laughs> yeah, like, you uh, yeah you got me excited right now. Oh, it's all you bangers. going hate? Have you That's seen? They turn the comedies to me. Gabe, man. have you seen VHS? <sighs> oh, it's paranormal activity on crack. Yeah, I don't I don't do the paranormal stuff. It's not, yeah, it's not it's, for me. it's 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 awful. I believe it's, in you, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you. You, you AJ, got we're this. gonna get we're gonna get you. We definitely gotta. You gonna be watching Candyman? So prepare yourself. All right, on that, um, <laughs> it's been another Whether episode. Whether you like of, it or not. <laughs> another episode of What We Watching. Can we get the finger guns? Pew, 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 We're out of here. One night only.